Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Hey, what's going on, Rudder Nation? This is another installment of Jerry Short, the shorter mini episodes that I share at the end of the week to help encourage you through the weekend to plan a great week next week. Now, in the past couple of weeks, I've shared some episodes where I talked with John Lee Dumas about the power of journaling to help achieve your goals. And then right after that, we talked to one of my podcasting heroes as if John Lee Dumas wasn't one of my podcasting heroes. And that was Dan Lefebvre, the host of Based on a True Story podcast. And then we we took a dive into seeing life and seeing the world through other people's shoes. And that was with Neil Matthews. So we have three episodes back to back that are all about taking a look at the past, taking a look at other people's lives, and then how do we use that information to change our own lives? So that's what I want to share with you in this short episode is how do you use the past to help propel you into your future? So, um, if you want to hear those episodes with uh, with uh, John Lee Dumas, that's at beyondtherut.com slash 338. Uh, the one with Dan Lefebvre, based on a true story, great podcast, by the way, that is at beyondtherut.com slash 339. And then Neil Matthews, that episode is at beyondtherut.com slash 340. So if you want to listen to those, get caught up, that's great. But this, this is fine. I'm going to talk about really two journaling prompts that would help you take a look at your life and see how you're doing overall. And one of the most popular things, I got this idea from my wife, actually. Olivia brought this into our family, and we would have this as a discussion during dinner time. and I wound up using it as a journal prompt years later. So when our kids were young, elementary age, preschool age, uh, we would ask them each to share with us what was their rose, what was their bud, uh, or actually, what was the rose, what was the thorn, and what is the bud that they're looking forward to? So like a flower, the rose flower, you know, what was your rose? What was the good thing that you experienced today? And then what was the thorn? What was that thing that kind of stuck you that you weren't expecting? And and how did you handle that? How did it make you feel? Uh, All those things. And then bud is taking ideally that thorn and turning it into a positive into the next day. And if, if you can't do that, then what is just another thing that you're looking forward to in the next day? So rose, something good thorn, some challenge that you faced, and then bud, what is it you're looking forward to the next day? And fun fact, uh, the the Freedom Journal that I talk about with John Lee Dumas kind of covers that form at the end of the day. When So it, you start off the day talking about what you want to accomplish uh, and some action items towards a 10-day sprint. And then you finish the day kind of reflecting, what did I accomplish? What did I face as far as a challenge? And then how am I going to make that different? So your bud. So anyway, rose, thorn, bud, great way to just reflect on each and every day as the day comes to an end. Another way you can journal. So another prompt is having a gratitude journal. So leaving out the challenges or reframing the challenges as statements of gratitude. Uh, if you want, you can read more about this in The Happiness Advantage by Sean Acor. And it's really just taking this hap- like choosing happiness first and you'll find success comes to you. Whereas a lot of us chase success thinking that's what's going to bring us happiness. Great book. Uh, it's pretty much how I've lived my life for a long time 
didn't realize that that was a thing, didn't realize that there was this whole thing called positive psychology that backed it. But essentially what you want to do at the end of each day or first thing in the morning, but I, I do prefer when I did do this, I would do it at the end of each day where at least in prayer or in silence, think about the three things I'm most grateful for. So now that I'm being honest, if I were to do this, this would be during my morning routine, uh, but I at least want to go to bed and think about the three things I'm most grateful for. So uh, three gratitudes, three things you are grateful for, for that day. This is why it makes more sense to do this at the end of the day, because it makes you think through all the things that have have gone through. Uh, It's easy to come up with the things that went well. And you're like, I'm grateful that I got a pay raise. I'm grateful I got a promotion. I'm grateful that I got booked to speak at a new event. Uh, Dropping a hint there. Uh, So that's easy to be grateful for. But what if you wound up having to take your dog to the vet and it cost you like $1,000? That would probably be a thorn in the other format we talked about. But then the grateful statement towards that would be, I'm grateful that I had the money and the access to a veterinarian to take care of my dog. Um, Maybe it's a child. I'm grateful that I had health care coverage and that I had this, the means to pay for the deductible and that we'll be able to figure out how to navigate the rest of our expenses. So that would be taking something that was challenging and reframing it into a grateful statement. It kind of makes it a little bit easier to pursue the solution the next day. Uh, it can be overwhelming when you're faced with things like that. So that's three gratitudes as a journal prompt. And I talked about the rose, thorn, and bud format. Uh, and the cool thing about this is if you do this every day, for a year. And then you do what a friend of mine, Dave Cotham does. He's a pastor. Uh, What he'll do is he's got years and years and years worth of these journals. And what he'll do is when he sits down for his quiet time, say today, he'll look at his journal entry from a year ago, this day, a year ago, and he'll look at what were the challenges he faced? What were the things he was praying about? Uh, And what he'll find is that a lot of the things he was concerned about had been resolved over time. He gets to see how all these things connect. Uh, and then he also gets to see, you know, what were the things he was worried about that really turned out not to be a big deal. Uh, but he also would share things he had learned. And so he'd be surprised at how far he had come in a year where he did not know a thing and now he does know a thing. So journaling does help you see your progress as you go from point A to point B in life and C and D and so on. Uh, a really great practice. So whether you write it down or you keep it in Evernote or OneNote or something other than that, um, the, the cool thing is when you journal and you put your thoughts down, whether in either of the two formats I talked about or something completely different, you can look back and see how much you've grown over the years. So there you have it. It's another uh, Jerry Short. You can find the notes on this one at beyondtherut.com slash JS006. And as always, if you like what you heard here, share it with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. Um, All right. Well, I'm glad I joined you again, and I'll see you next time. We'll be back on Monday with another episode. Take care, guys. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Cap Show team today and join me inside that community.